मशीन लगाऊंगा इस साइड से आलू घुसेगा उस साइड से सोना निकलेगा Hello everybody welcome to the attention please podcast now on video if you like the podcast kindly like share subscribe you know what to do so today we have a guest and uh, he's known as max da vinci on twitter uh, thank you max for uh, coming and he's wearing a chennai super kings training shirt so that should tell you what loyalty which team he's loyal to for those of you who don't know even though i'm wearing you know a christmas t-shirt still i'm a Kolkata Knight Riders fan, a suffering Kolkata Knight Riders fan, and we today we are going to be discussing the IPL auctions and how the teams screwed up or didn't screw up in this auction. So, hello, Max, and welcome to the Attention Please podcast. Hello, Dada. Great to be here. Good to have you back. Good to have you back. Max has been here before, a long time ago. So let's get started. So what we did and. i initially was planning to share this the 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 slide to just the team names with the different the different players they have selected because i keep forgetting where jaydev in unatkat currently is uh, for good reason since he changes franchises like aaron finch every year so it's very difficult to remember where he is currently so we we're going to be speaking off a powerpoint presentation that we have shared with just the the player names and who is playing on what team so if you see us looking down that's the reason in case you are you're watching that and people do comment about these things so um let's start off with one question before we get to the teams so this was like a mini auction right max so right. whoever's basically screwed up their franchises have already done so this was like playing some kind of patching uh, bad software this was more a patch a patch release right so who do you think overall given what they have done last time so let's not discuss what they did last time but who do you think patched the best among all of them and it might be still be that their team is terrible but at least they patched the best i would think it would be rajasthan because they did not they, their only big thing was they they had four number 11s uh, last time playing for them and so that's and that's what they did right so they got jason holder in so now they have they can bat this holder comes at 7 ashwin comes at 8 and they they can go deeper and that that's what got you know there was a problem last year so i think and they only had one thing to fix so it's easy to pick them out as well because they only had one thing to fix they very surgically went fixed that and then they also just kharat may got zampa and these other guys but you know they had a problem they fixed their problem uh some of the other teams i don't even think they knew what their problem was they were just like this like you know murgi pakana kind of a thing that they were doing so it was very odd to see what some of the other things were doing uh bangalore also i thought again they didn't have any problems to fix yeah, they yeah. just lost because they were they played like shit that is all but they still went and got a backup for hazelwood they got a backup so they just got backup players but didn't have to do anything so there was the most solid team if you look at the auction wise right their playing level is not going to change is going to be exactly the same that was last year and rajasthan is going to be 10 plus older the other teams will see a lot of changes compared to what you saw last year right and i think this this year there is going to be the impact player for those of you who don't know ipl has changed their rules 
bringing in a BBL style. BBL has had this for a few years. I don't think they have it this year, but uh, it's really like the super sub that used to be there, I think 10 years ago, but unlike the super sub where you had to name your super sub at the toss, here you basically have a set of five players. It could be any one of them. So you have some flexibility depending on the match condition to decide who your super sub is going to be. The only restriction is that if you are playing four foreign players, that set of five cannot contain another foreign player. So it can't, it's not, so logically you might think, well, if I sub out a foreign player, I should get a foreign player, right? So there's never more than four foreign players on the team, on the field, but that's not the way they have done it. If you have four foreign players, in your starting 11, you can only select an Indian player as your impact player. However, if you have three foreign players in your starting lineup, and I'm guessing that some, some teams, and I would say Kolkata Knight Riders should do that actually. They should start with three Indian players and the way they have changed, they have, they have selected, they should get a fourth foreign player depending on which depending on which way the match is going. I think KKR have thought about that. I'm, 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 pretty, I'm going to be surprised, of course, when during the games, start and we'll see that KKR has absolutely no idea about that strength that they have. This is all unintentional and me kind of interpreting Gunda in, in, in that way. I'm, I'm basically doing that. But I think KKR has <laughs> hopefully intentionally done that. So clever use of the impact player thing. But let's start with the team that won last year. I would say rather surprisingly, I would say surprisingly because Teams usually don't win in their first year. It takes time for even the best teams to gel together. If you put like even 11 good players together, it normally takes some time for everybody to know each other, to know their roles. But Titans did a great job winning last year with, I don't think a great, they didn't have a great auction either, in my opinion. So it was like, a, on paper, they shouldn't be winning, but they did. So Max, what do you, we, we have the team in front of us what do you think their problems were and what do you think they fixed or couldn't fix? Well, I, I agree with you. Like, right from the time the, the mega auction happened till the day of the final, I have no idea that how they did put up any of the wins. They, did. they had no business winning the games they won. They had no business winning the title, but it just happened. And after that, they just like, they did this mother of all trades where they gave away uh, Lockie Ferguson and all these guys saying Lelo uh, to KKR and I'm like what are you trying to do like this guy was in the final he helped you and you win the final and you just gave him away so it was very perplexing to see what was going on and but again Gujarat on paper though look very still look very shaky even today I will say they look very shaky because if you have Tevatiya at 6 and then the rest any squad is shaky, I would say. Uh, but then, what do we know? They, they, they were talking about winners. But they, you know, they got Josh Little for uh, Lockie Ferguson, which I think was a very good one. Uh, and I think they also picked up, uh, uh, they picked up uh, they, a backup for uh, Yash Dayal. They picked up Mavi. So they got, they got those two things in, which are, again, backups. But I think they're, Frontline level is pretty much the same. I still don't understand how um, Matthew Wade finds a place in that team. Uh, if you ask me, Ridhiman Saha or Kona Srikar Bharat should be playing ahead of him. 
so maybe they would do that. Maybe they would play one of those two in because both of those guys can be one down. And then, um, you know, you maybe use an impact player somewhere if they wanted to. So the I agree. The way I look at their team is obviously Rashid Khan plays, right? So he's like the star, their star player. So Rashid Khan plays. Um, then you have Josh Little. Josh Little will absolutely be playing. I think Noor Ahmed is the backup of Josh Little. Um, they also have Alzari Joseph. I, I, I don't think any of them will get a game. So it's going to be Josh Little is, a, is an absolute certainty. Josh Little and Rashid Khan come in. They, they're going to play. Now, David Miller was a huge success for them last year as a finisher. So I think David Miller is at least going to start. Uh, and I, I'm pretty sure he's still going to play all their games. Now, the fourth foreign player is where eh, you want it. So there are really two, two options on the fourth foreign player. It's either Kane Williamson or it's Matthew Wade. So I'm going to stick my neck out and say they're going to take Kane Williamson. Because otherwise they wouldn't have bought him. Um, Kane just made a double century, right? Um, in, in the test match. In the so test series, yeah. So he's he's in pretty okay form, I would say. I, I wouldn't say that he's he's I think he has the same problem as Virat Kohli and you know Steven Smith, is that as they go to the trailing edge of their career, they just can't their their brain can't handle three formats. So they have to let one format go because it's an instinctive game, right? You, you make a, it's like you, you make a decision in a split second. So you're not thinking. So you either your test brain takes over or your one day brain takes over or your T20 brain takes over with different, basically different neural networks are guiding them. And as you grow older, it just becomes very difficult to juggle three neural networks in your brain. So at the height of your powers, you can, but as the powers start waning, you have to decide which one I will let go. So for instance, Sachin Tendulkar very wisely said, I'm not going to go for the T21 ever. So the people make these choices and some of the smart guys make these choices very well. Dhoni, for instance, let test cricket go very early. He still could have played, but he just said, no, I can't handle yeah. that, that neural network anymore. I, it will suffer. My other games will suffer. So he did let that go. So Kane Williamson, I think they need someone. I think Kane Williams is an okay because they have a fairly inexperienced batting lineup, even including Hardik Pandey. I think they don't have a lot of experience in their batting lineup at all. So now that the games will be played in, in let's say, Delhi, um, some of them will be played in Chennai, which will be a spinning track. Okay. So in those kinds of tracks, I think you need good batsmen. You don't need somebody who will consistently hit at 150 strike rate. 130 is fine, but they need to play anchor because right now there is nobody in that side who can play anchor. Right. Yeah, you can say Shubman Gill, but I think Shubman Gill, they need somebody a little bit better than Shubman Gill at this stage. And I think Kane Williamson was a good buy for them at that price. I think they absolutely, that was the gap I felt in my team. In their team, they still have, I think, a paucity of good Indian batsmen. They have one less. They need one more A-grade Indian batsmen. And those are difficult to find, obviously. Um, so I think they're okay. They're pretty much the same as they were last time. I think uh, K.S. Bharat is going to open. I think he's a cover for Riddhiman. I think Riddhiman is also on his way out. So they selected, it's a good thing. So they have a backup for Riddhiman. Riddhiman might start. 
but I think he's not going to finish the season. It's going to be KS Bharat. So it's be KS Bharat opening with Shubman. I think it's a good opportunity for him. Um, I think he was he had an opportunity in Bangalore. In Delhi, he was obviously never going to play with with the captain being a keeper, trying desperately to get into the Indian team. You know, so it's it was never going to happen for KS Bharat there. So I think he's in the right place. It's good for him. Um, I think, and I would finally like to thank um, Gujarat for at least returning the favor Bengal did by sending them the Tata manufacturing plant by giving us first of all taking first of all taking Shivam Mavi away from us. Thank you. <laughs> As a long-suffering KKR fan, it was extremely expensive and was absolutely terrible return on investment. I think it's still way above what he's worth. But at least this price has been rationalized. I agree. And he also gave us back Loki Ferguson, who we had no business letting go last time. Because Loki Ferguson was the bet more effective of the two, and we let the more effective of the two our paces go. So I'm glad that we have Loki back, and I'm glad they have Shivamban as a KKR fan. All right. So moving to the next team, which is the eternal. Eternal, eternal. I, I, I'm trying not to say losers because then I'll be ma magnificently trolled by RCB fans. I was trolled by SRH fans last time for saying they have a terrible team, um, which, by the way, the tournament proved. Uh, is Bangalore, um, and I and I know Max that you that you like Bangalore, and so what did Bangalore do right? What did Bangalore do wrong? And and we all agree that Bangalore, I think, was is a pretty good side. On paper, of course, they won't win, but they're pretty good side. <laughs> last year was the year. If, if they had to win, last year was the year. And you know, because they got they got two of the best imports from CSK. They got Hazelwood and Faf, right? So <clears throat> two of their problems right away uh, got fixed. And right now, you look at that, that 11, I think they, had, they had just had to pay last year's 11 and just not screw up. There is no problem in the team except for maybe number five where uh, they five and six is probably their uh, struggling point because I think that's where Mahipal, Lomroar and Shabazz Emad play with DK coming right after that but when you have a top four and especially now Patidar has been doing brilliantly even the domestic circuit right so you have Faf, Virat, Rajat, Maxi then five and six is where they are suspect uh, with those two Indian players but then after that, DK, one into Harshal, and then Josh and Siraj. Last year, I think Siraj had a terrible, terrible year. And it will this year, their fortunes also will be decided by what kind of a year Siraj has. If Siraj has a good year in the power play, then, yeah, this team. Isala Cup Namdi, as they always say, but the Sala never comes for them. Yes, it's 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 like the England side in 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 football World Cup, but for me, yeah, the team is good, but I have certain issues with the team in terms of certain. First of all, I I and I'm going to make a prediction. I don't think Josh Hazelwood is going to be that effective this year as he was last year. So Josh Hazelwood has had a certain dip in form. So, um, and I think they know that. That's why they selected Reese Topley. So, Reese Topley is really the cover for Josh Hazelwood. It's a good cover, I would say. Definitely. He's also a left-arm uh, bowler. So, Indian batsmen have a problem playing good left-handed bowlers, right? 
So Reese Topley, I think, might actually be the player who's going to play most games and not Josh Hazelwood. I'm just making this prediction. Now, the big problem for me, the big structural problem for me is having Faf and Maxwell both. Because Faf also is at the end of his career. He doesn't play regularly. And he's not, I mean, he's a very good player, but he's not ABDV, right? So he's a, ABDV is a different level of genius. So Faf, and I was watching some of the BBL games, you know, whether he can captain and whether he's the best batsman in the side. I mean, there's, of course, Virat Kohli. So there's the form of Virat Kohli, which we know vacillates. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm at, I just wonder whether Virat is actually even motivated to play IPL now or whether he has bigger things on his mind at this point of time. So Virat is kind of two years behind the curve on Rohit Sharma in terms of his T20 form. So I don't think we, when we look at Virat Kohli, we don't say there's Virat Kohli in this side, who cares? But it's not that Virat Kohli. So I see Rajat Patidar seems to be the, their, their, I would say is their Surya Kumar Yadav emerging right. kind of guy. Yep. He's, the, he's the future of the franchise at this point of time. Their problem is they have a lot of, you know, past their primes in their side. So there's Dinesh Karthik, right? Very obvious uh, candidate. Then there is Virat Kohli also, I would say, in terms of how motivated he's going to be. There's definitely Faf, which brings me to Maxwell. So Maxwell has been injured for a long time. He's not playing in the big bash. And Maxwell, as we all know, is very much a hit or miss guy. And Maxwell usually does better in the when the when the tournament goes to Dubai. You remember his one of his best seasons mm -hmm. was when yeah. IPL went to. He was like virtually unstoppable in Kings Eleven Punjab. They came back to India, and that's that was it for him. So he has had consistently a problem when the tournament is exclusively held in India. So if you count Faf, Faf's, if you count that Hazelwood is also like this, Virat Kohli is also like this, and Glenn Maxwell is hit or miss and coming off an injury. That's where I think that this side has certain structural problems, which I feel they could have tried to fix, but they chose not to. I think their best acquisition was Reese Topley. And if I Glenn Maxwell can't play, there is Will Jacks. Yeah, they Will Jacks. Will, Will Jacks is a like for like, you know, like for like guy. off spin. And I think they also have Finn Allen. They so also have Finn Allen. Between those three, one of them can play, but you're right. The It's the, it's the top two. Yes. It's, but, for, it's which Virat shows up to the tournament. Exactly. And my, my, Issue with Finn Allen is again, I'm from the little that I've seen Finn Allen play, he's very suspect against good quality spin. So if you if you because he's going to go, if he bats, he's obviously going to open. So if Finn Allen opens, then Finn Allen is a move is like a sitting duck for the good spinner. I mean, even an Amit Mishra will take him out in three or four balls. He won't be able to stand against Amit Mishra, in my opinion, not a decent track. He might hit one for six. He'll get out the next time. So he's somewhat like that. Um, and Will Jacks, again, the problem with these guys is they play well in BBL or they might have played well in the 100. But playing in IPL is a totally different thing. Like we've seen many very high players come and have very average seasons. Like Josh Philippe, superstar in BBL, doesn't even play IPL anymore. So uh, I'm always, you have to discount a little bit the new guy who comes in. So Glenn Maxwell, I don't think Will Jacks is still there, but let's see. So moving on to the next side is, uh, again, Delhi Capitals. 
which is again a very interesting side and so what do you think of delhi capitals delhi got a couple of interesting buys they got back sharma ji um ishant is there and then uh, for some reason they have bought manish pandey and manish pandey is also one of those ipl enigmas where every team just splurges money to buy him and then he never you know lives up to that promise you know he he's also in one game for kkr he did the finals yes we know that very well <laughs> but it's like it's it's like that it's that that whole jaydrat thing right which is just ca- yes. it happens and uh, but but they, they did get phil salt um but again it goes back to the thing these are all unproven in, in asia uh, commodities like riley rosso is, is also another one that they got so salt and rice are also on our paper tigers but on i don't know what's going to happen because i think they got uh, rosso because of marsh they're not sure if his body is going to hold up for the entire season yes. i think that's where that is but uh delhi i think their biggest problem is also again that 5 6 what happens there because you have sarfaraz and you have uh, roman powell and lalit yadav is there is definitely playing right do you think he'll play i don't think he's going to play i think it's going to be warner prithvi marsh pant sarfaraz roman akshar kuldeep and then sakaria norke and maybe nagarkoti okay so i would say that they're going to play him because he he's an all-rounder um he he also bowls spin yeah i mean he's he can again in indian conditions on certain pitches he can give give you two decent overs so see the the problem with this team is again delhi does i sometimes think it is the worst it is one of the they somehow managed to get very good teams but before delhi capitals the old delhi daredevils like virtually every every player has gone through them and then they have let them go like think of any of the great ipl performers abdv they had andre russell they had think of everybody glen maxwell they had so they had everybody and they let everybody go um obviously david warner of course um till they let him go and got him back but um look at the foreign players right so andrik norie is definitely going to play he's an absolute showing now on the delhi track they might want to play another foreign player they might want to play a mustafizur okay because of the slowness of the track and mustafizur is a very specific skill it's when the track is basically a spinning track he plays because oh, he is basically a glorified spinner okay he really spins it well at speed he's kind of a venkatesh prasad on the for the with the other hand so um so there is this anik nodi is definitely going to play i mean his pace absolutely intimidates the rinku sings of the world right they that level they they, they they can't play space at that is fairly accurate so andrik nodi is going to play mustafizur may play david warner is a shoe in right so david warner definitely going to play he just made another double century i think he's 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 good so david warner is going to play rovman powell is going to play based on marsh has they, to play so that's the thing so marsh is to that slot they might try marsh Russo or Phil because Mar- Marsh doesn't bowl anymore, right? He, yeah. he he barely bowls because of his you know his injury problem. So he's not going to be used as an all rounder. 
So his competition now is with the Phil Salts and the Rayleigh Russo's. Again, neither Phil Salt nor Rayleigh Russo have played IPL before. So there is always this, can they make the cut? I mean, Rothman Powell played well last year. Yeah. And he's he's a good finisher. So I think and with Sarfraz, here's what I believe the problem with Sarfraz is. So because of Sarfraz's, let's say, non-athletic build, and I'm being very polite here, I think he has a problem with people like Ricky Ponting. I don't think people like Ricky Ponting want to play people who are so visibly unfit, in my opinion. So they will go for a Lalit Yadav, who is, who's like, he did. see, this is an Australian Greg Chapel mentality. They don't like, and Virat Kohli also has this, right? This is why Sarfraz had no future in RCB when Virat Kohli was the captain, because he, there's just a level of fitness that Virat Kohli wants and he was nowhere close to it. It was very evident. So I think this is where Sarfraz is going to keep struggling. He's, I think he's a great batsman, but he needs Saurav Ganguly as a coach. But I feel bad for Sarfraz, man. He's had a beast of a season in uh, this year, the domestic season in, in the Vijay Hazare for Mumbai. And even now in the Ranji, he's just like killing it. So he, I think he did even well in the Sayer Mushtaq. So I, I, I would feel really bad if Sarfraz doesn't play. Because uh, Sarfraz also had some very good IPL innings for RCB, right? There is this, this picture where you know, Virat Kohli goes like yeah. this. This was a very young... Sarfraz and he was playing 360 shots. So I, I've always felt that it was never, his batting was never really a problem. I mean, there are players in IPL who've had a much longer row just because they have been better fielders and they've just been, you know, athletic, I would say. And he, he unfortunately has a very short rope to play with. And he also is unfortunately with one of the worst coaches for him, in my opinion, which is Ricky Ponting. If he was with Chandrakant Pandit, for instance, maybe he would have a much better chance of being in the eleven. This just you know some opinion. you know there's someone who I would like to see play, but I don't think he'll get a game, and that's Yash Dhul. Yash Dhul, he won't. But he's he's in the Delhi side, right? Yeah, he's in the Delhi side, but I don't think he'll get a game. He can fit into this team because purely you know as a bat as a batter uh, and and at the slot at where where it is. Sarfaraz or Lalit probably are higher in the pecking order for that slot. Um, if it was like a number three thing, maybe he has a chance. But but yeah, he's also immensely talented. Right? The guy is like 21. He's the captain of the Delhi Ranji team. He, he, that doesn't happen. Uh, but, but, but Delhi has a problem of plenty because they have a lot of people they can slot. They just don't know what the right level is. Do they play Khalil? Do they play Nagar Koti? Or do they say, Ishant, come give us a game? They don't know, right? They have Ingidi, they have Mustafiz, they have Norke. Like, who of these do they play? They just have problem of plenty, but none of them are like absolute winners. So it's like, I could play this guy, I could play that guy, and you don't know. And they have a problem is that Rishav Pant is the captain, so you can't drop him. So there is a case to make for dropping Rishav Pant, actually, if you go with the strongest players. But that's not going to happen. So, and you have Ricky Ponting as a coach. So it's a very interesting dynamic. I think they're a very strong side. But as you said, they have a problem in plenty, but I think their bowling is weak. I think that they will struggle with their bowling. They have just one like knockout bowler in Andrik Noria, by the way, who was selected by Kolkata Knight Riders and let go. Again, another genius franchise. But um, I think they're going to struggle with their bowling um, in India. 
So let's now go to Rajasthan Royals, which I think pretty much everybody thinks is the best, most balanced team at this point of time. And you were saying that they, so how, how, how uh, do you think Rajasthan will win it this time? They better do with this squad. I, again, like, I, I don't know where they think now their problems are. Like last year, like, the batting was a problem. They had, like I said, four number 11s. They fixed that. You have two of the best, arguably best spinners in the team. Uh, you have Bolt, you have Prasid, uh, and then and then on the top you have jo- uh, Joss, Jaiswal, Sanju. DDP has to now play four. Uh, Hetmeyer is there, so th- they only have a Riyan Parag problem. Other than that, that team with Holder at seven, you know, is is just there. The, I I don't understand the. The only thing I don't understand is RR's love story and the loyalty that they have with Riyan Parag, which is this is going on for like three seasons or four, three and a half, four seasons now. But for some reason, they have him in the team. He won them, I think, that one game against SRH uh, where he did the Bihu dance and all that. But I don't see Riyan Parag. I think he's, I think he's, he has good social media game. Let's just put it. And I think he's, uh, I think that's 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 the value he provides. It's like what Rinku Singh provides to KKR, which is you know he's he's very good in the for the social media part of uh, KKR. Um, we all agree that Rajasthan Royals is the most active social media presence, and they do a lot. Um, and people might think, well, how is that important in IPL? But IPL is a total entertainment package, right? It's not just cricket. It it, it has to cater to everything. It has to be in the news. It has to be exciting. There has to be you know, something going on. So most of the, at least fifty percent of the action has to happen off field. Off field so when yeah. I look at the, so when I look at this team, you know, again I, I always start with who are the foreign players we're going to play since you know they, you can't be, have more than four. So obviously Trent Bolt will be playing. So Trent Bolt and Josh Butler are obviously they they they're playing. Now you have to play Jason Holder, right? Because Jason Holder is, I mean they they lacked that all rounder. And they got at a very cheap price, I would say, for what Jason Hillholder brings to the table. Um, they got Jason Holder. So now they have Jason Holder. So there are three players who are absolutely playing, right? You can't drop any of them. Now you have like this curious thing of, should you play Joe Root or should you play Shimran Hetmar? So here is where I would say they have a case for, with an impact player of starting with three. Just start with three. And then use your Riyan Parag <laughs> as the guy to move out to the bench. So if you're having a collapse, you bring in Joe Root, for instance. So you let Joss Butler go hell for leather. You let all of them go hell for leather and you keep Joe Root to, you know, just play a 140, 150, you know, that goes kinds of games. Or if it is that you need a very hefty finish, you bring in Shemron Hetman. So this is again where I believe they could use their impact player well, and I'm I'm hoping that they thought on these lines when they made their team. They should start. This is again another team which should start with three foreign players. I feel, in my opinion. And actually, they also picked up Zampa. So if they're playing at Eden or Chepok, they could have Zampa instead of. So many spinners, man. They have already two good spinners. Um, They have Murugan Ashwin. Right, so they could they could get in another fairly decent, uh, and another spare fairly decent spinner. So they have a lot of spinners, I would say. I think they just picked up spinners where so no one else has them. That's Kishore Kariyappa. Kishore yeah. Kariyappa is also there. 
So I don't know what what that was because the only you have two who are sure, sure shots and then you take. But I really think maybe they picked the third uh, Zampa because maybe if they could uh, because they can swap uh, Bolt out and use Zampa maybe at no, but Eden or something like that. You can't swap Bolt out to Zampa, right? Because four foreign players, then they have to play three. That's yeah. the rule. So see, that's the thing. No, no, no. As in, like, not play it, not okay. not start, not okay, start. Not... At Eden, you start with three spinners when you're playing at Eden. No, uh, I, I, I can't see this side because if you see, if you take Trent Bolt out on even on an Eden pitch or even on a Chennai pitch, the problem is who they are going to lose the game in the first six overs because there is nobody else. I mean, Prasid Krishna is, you know, uh, no, there's a kid uh, Kuldeep Sen who's. Yeah, but he's going to get taunt. He's not going to be able to get wickets, right? In in a fairly decent opposition, he's not going to be able. You need somebody like Trent Bolt, who's a threat, who's a wicket-taking threat in the first two or three overs, right? Yeah. And again, the left hand, the, the left hand is a huge deal. That's why they also have Obed McCoy. So I think that if Trent Bolt doesn't play, it's going to be Obed McCoy. They have a again, this is a team which is really thought through every little aspect of their back. Backup. So I think Obed McCoy is You're the right. backup to Trent. Bolt. You're right. No, I, I was just trying to see in my like put some wild ideas to how Zampa comes into team, and there is no like logical reasoning on how Zampa can ever play in this team, especially when you have Ashwin and Chael. And so you're you're right. So there is no way Zampa ever plays. Maybe he's just again to make coffee, uh, you know, those and do a, a reels or something with them. All right. So now we come to. Uh, Sunrises. So sunrises are last time I got into a lot of trouble, Max, for so this was like last time I made my IPL analysis videos in segments. Like for every team, I made like 10 minutes. And nowadays they don't show the dislike option anymore. Like you, you can't see the dislikes. <laughs> for most, so so for most of my videos, my like to dislike is like 92% likes, 8% dislikes. That video had like 60% likes and 40% dislikes. And it was insanely viewed also. So um, I made it to some or multiple WhatsApp groups of SRH fans. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure. And um, so what I had said last time was that I think SRH last time absolutely screwed up their auction by... Um, Essentially, letting letting go everyone. So, so they had no one at that point of time. I mean, when you're best player and you're you're looking is Abhishek Sharma, like who's your star, Abhishek Sharma? You have a problem, right? The moment you say that. So, I think that of all the sides, they did in terms of the patching. I think they did the best because they started with. I still think it's a side with a lot of holes. Right. But given what they had, I yeah. think they understood what their problem was and they solved it to an extent. So what did they first do? So they first got rid of Kane Williamson, who was their marquee player. So that gave cash. And I think this is the way franchises should think. It's not an indictment of Kane Williamson as a player. It is that as a return on investment, the amount of money he's holding up, he does not provide that amount of value. So maybe he's worth a lesser amount, which is what he actually went for. Right? That is pretty much 
the return on invest that is a good investment in Kane Williamson, not what he was being paid in SRH because they chose to retain him, which was the wrong thing to do. So they should have retained Warner, by the way, um, but they had a problem with falling out. So it was not going to work with them, them anymore. But Warner was obviously the person to retain. Right. Yeah. Because you can't buy him at an auction. He will go for an insane amount of money. So they got rid of him. So they got that money now to buy essentially the number one Indian batsman who would be on auction. That is what they were looking for, right? They were looking for that. Now they had enough money because they also let go. The second guy they let go was the Bitcoin of IPL, as I as I like to say. He's, he's uh, what's his name again? I've just, just forgot the West Indian keeper. Uh, Puran. Puran. So Nick Puran and I had tweeted a, a graph of his valuation over the years. So he started off at two crores for Mumbai Indians. Then he was 3.2 with Punjab's, Punjab, Punjab for three years, which is basically he, he played with them for their full term. Then he suddenly jumps up to 11 crores for uh, sunrises. And now he goes for 15 crores, whatever I've even forgotten. So this is guy, this guy is totally Bitcoin. He has no performance in the IPL. He's played IPL for a long time. He will have one isolated innings here, there, but he is, his only value is this. The reason why his valuation rises is because everybody thinks he's valuable. That's the only reason. So that's why I call him the Bitcoin of IPL. So they, he, they decided to offload him, which was a very good decision. And that allowed them, in my opinion, to go for one of the big ticket foreign players that were up. Now, I honestly felt they would go for one of the three-star all-rounders that were up. So I thought and that they had they the bid, money. They were in the bidding also for a while. Yes, but I think they went and they overpaid, I would say, for Harry Bro. I think they massively, because when I say overpaid, it's, they had they went into the auction with hey we want to buy we will buy Mayank Agarwal no matter how high he goes which is what the what KKR basically did that for their greatest auction but they said we will buy Gambhir no matter what cost he comes at Gambhir and uh, Gambhir and Yusuf Pathan we will buy we don't care right. what amount of that's it we need them next we will buy whoever we want and it worked for them so they didn't cut any corners and I think they did that for Shreyashire too which considerably lesser success last time because they that is what basically blew up their auction they, they, after that they couldn't buy anyone yeah so this time i think what they've done is you know now i think their side looks good it looks good i think there's still problems but it looks good first of all i think they have the best indian uh pace contingent right yeah. they have bhuvaneshwar kumar again the problem is his fitness and you know obviously he's on the, you know, on the declining edge of his career so we, I don't know how many years or whether this is the year where you just can't he's not effective anymore but he's always been he's always been a effective player I would say in IPL I can't think of any IPL where he's consistently performed badly so he's he's a he's a Raina kind of guy in terms of bowling yeah he's, he's, he's a minimum guarantee you don't you don't recall a season where he was atrocious like yes he will yeah. just he will he will be under the radar or average, but he will be there. Yes, and anybody who plays fantasy knows that he's always a he's always good for points. You never go into a side without having Bhuvaneshwar Kumar. He will give you some points, which is unlike Umran Malik, who can absolutely three overs for forty runs. 
but but so but but that's the thing their bowling lineup is balanced they have a steady guy in bhuvaneshwar kumar they have an explosive match winner in umral malik who can go for 40 runs but he can also take four wickets right and again he has that pace and he's at the height of his career i don't think he will have a long career given the amount of stress that you obviously is putting on his body so he's two or three years max at that speed but i think he's still in his natarajan is the problem i don't know what what where natarajan is it is on his fitness so yeah, but yeah. if natarajan umran and bhuvaneshwar are all playing this is as, as solid a uh, pace bowling attack as you can have in the ipl because they're all different kind of bowlers right that's the thing they're very they have covers all the like real fast left handed and normal conventional swing bowler with a lot of experience now one of the problems they had last year was they let rashid khan go but they never got any spinner like washington sundar isn't a match winning spinner right he's a, he's an all rounder spinner he's a bowling all rounder so last time their best spinner was abhishek sharma and washington sundar and washington sundar was injured so they needed to splurge, really splurge on a world class spinner and they got two of them i would i feel adil rashid and akil hosain now akil hosain is obviously not a match winning spinner but you don't need you, you have adil adil rashid is a match winning spinner on a on a chennai track kolkata track delhi track he can he can destroy the other side now akil hosain is a he is an all rounder right for those of you who followed his career the thing is akil hosain is a left handed bowler so that they don't have a left handed spinner so adil rashid right handed akil hosain left handed on a really spinning track they could actually play both so they have their so that they have good all indian pace attack they have a fairly fairly decent perhaps one of the better spin attacks so srh's main thing has always been their very bowling strong that's been their brand yes. right bangalore has always been very heavy hitters terrible bowling and not served them very well srh was a very good bowling side and warner that was their basically their winning formula yeah, even before right they had amit mishra siddharth call and they would defend 120 yes so they that's their that's their technique and i think they're kind of gone to back to their sweet spot now harry brook i believe is who they feel is the next warner so they have to anchor themselves to one foreign batsman who is a consistent match winner so that is why they went again i think this is a huge bet because he's done nothing so far but you know that's how devold brevis and all they all all like that so they went for harry brook harry brook is their main guy so i think now it looks fine because now they have mayank agarwal they have mayank agarwal rahul tripathi and abhishek sharma so their top three positions have indians their bottom four or five are full of like again a little light on batting maybe and at the lower end that is their problem but at least all of them are very good bowlers is not one weak bowler in that side um their all rounder is maybe a problem abhishek sharma is an all rounder but he barely bowls nowadays so washington sundar is there so washington sundar is their kind of their all round option and with their with their finishing they now have harry brook so top 3 we have indians so harry brook and glen phillips Glen Phillips has to be their keeper. So they have either will play Glen Phillips or or Hendrik Larsen, right? Because they don't have any other wicket keeper. 
Yeah, they don't have a they don't have an Indian wicketkeeper. So it's only Indian... between Phillips and Class in one place, and it is also a disadvantage because now one spot is gone for your wicketkeeper. So there one... is a, they do have a wicketkeeper called Nitish Kumar Reddy, who I again I yeah I I I I'm guessing he's not going to play, but so they they have Glenn Phillips and Glenn Phillips didn't play a lot of games last year, but Glenn Phillips is is many people don't know he's one of the top ranked T20 players in the world. Uh, but the, it goes back to the other thing, right? In in Asia, because Harry Brook, I think, is a really good buy because he's done well in in PSL. Pakistan, in PSL, and all that. So Harry Brook makes sense. The Phillips uh, class in still is a toss up because uh, still I would say not very high proven. Markram, to me, I still don't understand his role fully because he's there. Markram is one of those players who is. you know guy in the background you know there will be a game where he will come and score like 35 balls 50 or something maybe but if you look at that squad and you you do you see okay can this squad score uh, give you 150 to defend every game it is suspect that is where it is is because the bowling yes the bowling can defend If you give them 150, the bowling is good because you're on. We're not even spoken about Marco Janssen and uh, Fazalak Faruqi, who are there, foreign fast bowlers who are just there, who may never get a game because now the tournament is in India, but they are still there. So their bowling riches in the seam department are crazy, and you know they now have a Rashid back in Hyderabad. Not the Rashid <laughs> they should have had, but they have a Rashid. Yes. So that that works out, but I think they're. Four, five, six, seven don't evoke fear in any bowler's mind, and in the depth, like if you're eight, sixteenth over, seventeenth over, and you have Phillips and Boshi and all, they're good players, but you're not going to, you know, freeze in your tracks. Versus, if you are against a Tim David or you know one of those guys, then it, it's a completely different thing. Uh, that's probably where there is. So can can. It, it's not as horrible as it was last year uh, chennai and mumbai did them a favor by finishing below them but this year can this 11 give them 150 consistently to defend is the thing i think they missed a trick and as a kkr fan i was very happy they didn't is they should have gone for jagdeesan they should have they should have because they, they needed an indian keeper there were basically two good indian keepers there was k bharat, bharat. and jagdeesan right Jagdeesan still is an unknown quantity. Uh, he's had a phenomenal season, so that's why. And I don't know why CSK let him go. They fought with CSK. I don't know what he did to for CSK to have let him go, but he was let go by CSK. Um, but these guys needed a very good Indian keeper, right? Because the only thing that kind of constricts them is they will have to play a foreign keeper. Yes. Yeah. So if they need another, if they need to put, put say, for instance, a Marco Jensen on some pitch, they're not going to be able to. There's 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 no keeper. They'll have to play Nitish Kumar Reddy, which is that's that's they're going to be their problem. Yes. So, and they had money. They could have gone instead of blowing it on Klassen. They could have they could have blown it on a Jagdeesan or a K Bharat because they had the deep pockets. They could have outbid KKR, who had basically had nothing. So. 
because they still had money after the uh, auction was done. I think they still had like six crores or something left. <laughs> we, which, we, they, which is almost what KKR started with. So they could Yeah, have, they just took six crores back home. They could have blasted KKR, who, by the way, I'm kind of burying the lead. I think I did a decent auction. I think they did a real, real decent auction this time. They were very lucky. They were very lucky this time also. So next come to Lucknow Super Giants. Who acquired Nicholas Puran? <laughs> so <laughs> these are the guys who are investing in Bitcoin now. <laughs> so, um, by the way, I at the height of Bitcoin, I never invested in Bitcoin. So I thought, let me just see what it would be like. So I invested twenty dollars, and now that twenty dollars is six dollars. I'm, so <laughs> I'm so happy I didn't, but it's just there to remind me of the bullet I dodged. Um, given my timing in life. So coming to Lucknow Super Giants. So Lucknow Super Giants is, um, again, it, 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 I think its most interesting acquisition was Amit Mishra, to be honest. And the reason why I, I, I think it's a good acquisition is because of the impact players. Really. Because Amit Mishra is obviously not somebody who can stand the rigors of a full 40 over game. But he can on a pitch, come and bowl you four overs and be subbed out immediately and have somebody else come in. And that's really all he's going to do. So, and he can make those four overs count. So he's he's still, and that's the thing with spin bowlers, right? He's a very good spin bowler. Um, again, he I think he would have had a better career if he could bat a little bit better and if he had, like he was a better fielder. But as a spin bowler, there were very few, I think, in recent times who were, such a classically classically yes. competent spin bowler. He was like the Muhammad Rafi of spin bowlers. Like yeah, the, the whole loop, no one does that anymore because all the other so-called leg spinners you see now, Bishnoi or Markande or you know, it's it's different. It's flatter. It's more side, more from the side. It's not going over, and then the there are no revs anymore. So he is the last of the breed. So I think that when you have somebody like that, those are kind of the Harry Brook killers. Because if Harry Brook sees a ball, I don't know. Again, I'm I do I, maybe Harry Brook is a very good player of spin, but against that kind of spin, it might be just one or two balls, like Finn Allen, Harry Brook, those kinds of players. Not a problem for the Kane Williamsons of the world, but problems for these kinds of guys. So basically, like the 360 players don't have a great technique, but can kind of manage. Um, so this side, I think bowling wise, I think. What they have, Mohsin Khan is going to play, right? Mohsin Khan and Avesh Khan are going to play. Now, um, they have Jayadev Unadkat this time. So they've, they've, they took Nicholas Puran and they took Unadkat. So they've, their meme game is definitely strong here. So um, who do you think is going to be their four foreign players? There's obviously going to be Quentin Decock. So let's start from the top. For them, you should start with Decock is going to play. Puran's obviously going to play. You don't bust so much money and then not play him. Um, then they have Mark Stoinis. Wood, I think, is injured. Stoinis has to play, and then Wood um, is now injured. So, yeah. So, so here's the if you ask me who you asked you earlier who had the best auction, if you ask me what the worst auction for me, it is LSG because I think they just picked up all the discards. So, if you look at everyone they've picked up, it is they've picked up Puran, they picked up uh, Unadkat. They picked Sams. up Daniel Sams. They picked up Romario Shepard. So it's people like who who teams spent a lot in the past 
and have let go, they have picked them all up. Mumbai spent a lot on Daniel Sams. They overpaid. They clearly knew that. They let him go. Hyderabad overpaid for Shepard. <laughs> they let him go. Uh, Puran, they let him go. And then Gambhir is like, chalo, ajao. Sab log ajao. So I, I just don't understand any of this. And like I said, Amit Mishra makes, seems to be the only proper buy in this team. So like they need backup for Mark Wood. Like they had Dushmanta Chamira. They let him go. Uh, and they didn't buy anyone back. And so their only backups for Mark Wood now are Daniel Sams or Romario Shepard, which right. both are not in the same league at all. Right. So here's where I, I think they ha- they'll have to play Daniel Sams. Uh, because Daniel Sams, if you look through their... So they, they have like Avish Khan and Mohsin Khan, right? They're going to play. So these two players are going to play. Ravi Vishnoi is going to play. So that's three. So now they'll have to go with Jaydev Unatkar if they want to have a full full four in the batting. But they'll have to play Daniel Sams. Daniel Sams is, I don't think he's, it's it's a stretch considering him to be an all-rounder. He can bat, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a C-grade version of Yusuf Pathan if you've watched him play. Like, Last year, no. Unatkat and Daniel Sams have both walked out at number seven for Mumbai Indians. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so that, that's a structural problem. So Daniel Sams, um, I think, is going to play. So Daniel Sams, Nick Puran, Quinn Tikok. Now, you would say Marcus Toynis. But for those of you who have been following Marcus Toynis' career, he's had a precipitous drop in form um, recently. So I was actually thinking that they would let go of Marcus Toynis. Um, I'm really surprised because Marcus Tonis is one of the retained players. So he's actually holding up a huge amount of money for them. So they would, so, but they let go the wrong all-rounder actually. Right. <laughs> so so they, they actually let go their real guy and they kept Marcus Tonis. I'm not sure where they are going with this because Marcus Tonis also doesn't bowl very regularly. He bowls one over all sometimes at the end. The problem with this side is I'm worried about that they don't have a finishing bowler, first of all. And they're, um, you know, who's their spinner? Amit Mishra. That's it, right? And Pural Pandya. Pandya. Yeah. The, uh, Ravi Bishnoi. Ravi Bishnoi. So, yeah. So, Ravi, yeah. so, yeah. Spinning, they're okay with. Um, they have also Krishna Pagautam also. So, if, if, they, if they want. But I think their batting is the real problem. And we haven't talked about the elephant in the room, which is KL Rahul. So KL Rahul, whenever he plays in any side, he basically scores all the runs, right? At any point of time. The basic thing with having KL Rahul is he's like the, like in Mohalla cricket, he's like the dada. He comes in, he bats for the most <laughs> amount of time. Nobody else gets batting. He owns the bat, he owns the stumps and he goes home, right? So <laughs> it's the, the, their fortunes will depend on KL Rahul. And I just wonder where he is at this point of time, you know, in terms of, his psychological makeup. Because obviously, when you are, you know, the problem with KL Rahul is he's having a bad time, right? And he was having a bad time and they decided to make him captain of the test side. So why would you do that to a guy who's obviously undergoing some kind of crisis in terms of like his technique is being exposed consistently? You shouldn't increase his responsibility. You should let him figure out things on his own. And then he went to Bangladesh and had another disastrous series in Bangladesh as a batsman. So maybe IPL is where he gets his mojo back, but I think it's going to be tough given that there is not a lot of backup in this side to KL Rahul. If KL Rahul goes early and now it's your 
But Quentin de Kock, right? Who else is going to bat? It's a side with just two batsmen. Yeah, because last year also, if you think about it, Deepak Hooda was the one after Rahul who had the highest number of runs. And how how far they got was only because of Deepak Hooda. Deepak. So he was the one who propped them up. Uh, but it's that it's that problem here. Like one, they they start with three wicket keepers. <laughs> the top three are three wicket keepers. And then after that, you have Uda, you have Badoni, Stoinis, all of which uh, Kurnal Pandya. So that five, six, seven doesn't hold up uh, very well against you know, like a Norke or any other, any other bowling attacks. That five, six, seven doesn't hold up very well. Uh, and they had they let go of Holder and they didn't fill that hole either. So now they are actually one bowling sh- option short one batsman shot as well. And they have to now prop up Daniel Sams or someone, like you said. So none of this makes sense to me. I'd be very happy if they uh, end up at the bottom. Uh, we can make a lot... It, I can make a lot of uh, memes about their T-shirts, their logo. It'd be... It's, it's box office. Okay. All right. So moving to the side, which I think will finish at the bottom, is Punjab Kings. Because... Look at this side. There is no Indian batsman in this side. I mean, how how they 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 basically blew their pockets on Sam Curran. I mean, in terms of their foreign contingent, amazing. But they can only play four players. I hope they know that. So, uh, so who opens? Shikhar Dhawan opens, right? Shikhar Dhawan obviously is on his way out. He cannot he cannot anchor. He, so between Shikhar Dhawan and let's say KL Rahul, you can at least expect KL Rahul to be the anchor of your season. You know, expect. I mean, Shikhar Dhawan has been a great IPL player too. If you if you look at his if you look at his numbers, but expect expecting Shikhar Dhawan to be the only mainstream Indian batsman to carry an entire team is too much. Who's their best Indian batsman after Shikhar Dhawan? It's Prabhsimran Singh, right? So Prabhsimran Singh is their. Okay, they have Shah Rukh Khan. Shah Rukh Khan. But again, one, we, last year, Shah Rukh Khan didn't turn up. So, so you don't know what's going to happen this year. But, but again, this is the fear factor, right? When somebody's going in and they want they look, they look at, let's say, you know, KL Rahul. Yeah, you, you, when you're bowling to KL Rahul, you're going in and you see KL Rahul on the other side. You can't laugh and say, ah, KL Rahul, right? So they, they, no matter what KL Rahul does, in IPL, he's, a, he's a, something else. So, but if you look at this side and given the amount of money they had, again, I think it was inexplicable that they let Mayank Agarwal go. I mean, Mayank Agarwal might not have had a great, you know, one tournament, but I think one of the things that KKR actually does well is that they trust their players. So, so let's say Andre Russell hasn't had great seasons for many times, but he hasn't had a terrible season either. So they keep him. They keep him because they believe that you know, that he will win you some games and that he has the potential to do it at any point of time. And at the very least, when you put Andre Russell in your 11, that scares the other side. They will right. do some things. They will take some strategic decisions which are anti-Russell. That will free the other guys to do their stuff. So that is why. So that is the fear factor. ABDV, Russell, Deep Warner. They just put that doubt in the other team's head. There's no doubt. So you need a few of them. Now, when you look at this, yeah, they're all foreigners. You have Johnny Bairstow, right? He definitely plays. But Johnny Bairstow also hasn't played for a while, right? So he has had injury problems. So he hasn't played for a while. 
So your main guy essentially is Liam Livingstone. Right. So you have Liam Livingstone and you blew your pocket on Sam Curran, who I think was vastly overpriced. Like Sam Curran is good, but he's not that good. Exactly. <laughs> he is not that good. He is nowhere close to a Dwayne Bravo at his best. Dwayne Bravo, again, for those of us who play fantasy cricket, also know how effective Dwayne Bravo is. He takes catches, he, of course, he gets wickets and he scores runs. So he's always good for a few points. Sam Curran had one very good season, right? Sam Curran played for Punjab Kings also before, if I if I am yes, not wrong. I think that's, he had, they got he didn't him have a good season. Yeah, they, that was the Ashwin captain season. Yes. And Sam Curran was a premier bowler at that time. If you yes. if you put a team with Sam Curran as your premier fast bowler, then yes. So here you have so you have Sam Curran, and you, who is your next Arshdeep Singh, right? So here again you have two left-handed bowlers. So straight off the bat, you have more of the same, right? You have two left-handed bowlers. You don't have a good right-handed fast bowler oh, unless you choose to Rabada. Coming, so you have Rabada, right? So you have Rabada, who is actually out of form, very much so. So, so you have Rabada, who is absolutely going to play, right? So Rabada has to play because all of you, have, Rabada has to play and Sam Curran has to play because you spent so much money on Sam Curran. So Rabada has to play, Sam Curran has to play. Um, then obviously that, that means that Sikandar Raza cannot play. So I don't know why you bought him. Um, because he doesn't, he's not backup to anyone here. Or you have at that point of time, Liam Livingstone will obviously play. play. Um, so Johnny Bairstow. So the only backup is, is Sikandar Raza a backup to Johnny Bairstow? Obviously not, right? They're very dissimilar players. So there is no backup to Johnny Bairstow, who is, who is the one who needed the backup really. So in my opinion, these guys should have gone for Harry Brook. Yes. They should have bust their bank on Harry Brook because that's the guy they actually need to back up Johnny Bairstow. Because if they can't back up Johnny Bairstow, they actually can't field a team. Honestly, this is not a fieldable team in IPL, what they currently have. They have Bhanuka Rajapakse. Uh, he played a couple of, uh, He I think he made a, like a 15 one of the games I remember last yeah. year. But uh, And he's also a keeper. So he and... Um, JBR, you know. But uh, Prabhsimran like like... will possibly keep. He had a good season last time. Oh, Jitesh Sharma was a keeper. Oh, Jitesh Sharma, sorry. Yeah, Jitesh Sharma yeah, actually had a he had a very good season last year. But you, you, you're right, right? Pro, first thing is Shikhar is probably has to be the captain of this team. He has to be. He will be playing every he, side. Yeah, he will play. He is a captain. He will, he will give you 350s in the entire season uh, of like... 48 balls or 46 balls or something like that. So, 3 to 4 fifties is what you will get out of him. You know that. Mm -hmm. And now, that puts a lot of pressure on Livingston, JB. Uh, so because because Jitesh, Shahrukh, Sam Karan uh, are not going to, like you say, evoke fear. And their bigger problem is not, not just that. So, in terms of bowling, you have Arshdeep, KG, um, Sam Karan. And then after that, you have Rahul Chahar, Harpreet Brar, Rishi Dhawan, they're all going to give you somehow between them eight overs. That is also another thing there. So if Rishi Dhawan again is good, it is the same like last year. If Unatkar is walking out at number seven, you have a problem. If Rishi Dhawan is walking out at number seven, 
also your problem. Not nothing against the guy. I mean, I, I I love his story, the way he came back and all of that. He's you know he's had a pretty decent season, but he should not be walking out at seven for you. Yes, he shouldn't be. So again, these guys had a lot of money. So they have twelve cro- have... crores left. They have, they walked away from the auction table with twelve crores left, which is the amount of money other teams have paid for a single player. Yes. So that's I I I I don't know. I just struggle to understand why Punjab gets it so wrong every time. I mean, some sides just get it wrong every time. I feel bad for them and their fans if they have them. Um, so they next chop time and change to... so much. They chop and change so much that this time even Anil Kumble is out. Yes. See, that's the thing. They don't have any constancy. I think one of the things is you have to. You have to keep faith. I think that is what we've learned in all these seasons of IPL. That the teams which consistently do well, let's say Chennai, even on paper, if you look at a Chennai team, you'll say what terrible team it is. But they perform, right? Because the thing with Dhoni, from what I understand, based on what I've read, is he's a person who just goes after people he trusts, people he believes that can deliver. It might not be the most obvious guy, but people that he has a belief in. So he will stick with, let's say, uh, uh, somebody like, who would who would be an example? Like, like, like Dwayne Bravo. Dwayne oh, Bravo oh, no. would not be playing in other sides for so long. He had, but he, even because he gets injured, right? But they keep faith in Dwayne Bravo. They've consistently, Mumbai also with Kyron Pollard, right? So these, these two sides consistently keep faith in Mumbai Indians, less so. They've also kind of kicked people out. Uh, they've had bad seasons also. But Chennai is the reason why it's this most successful franchise is I believe it keeps faith. Now, Kolkata Knight Riders, the next team that we're going to discuss, obviously keeps faith, just like Chennai Super Kings, but in the wrong people. So uh, that's the difference between Chennai Super Kings and Kolkata Knight Riders. So for instance, they keep their faith in Venkateshaya. So there was a huge... if if I think Venkatesh Ayer should have been released. And Venkatesh Ayer, again, being a retained player, would have would have opened up a lot of money because Venkatesh Ayer, for the money that they are that he's holding up, isn't worth the price, in my opinion. Uh, but he's there and we have him. So I think Venkatesh Ayer should have been let go at this point of time. I knew that they were not going to let Andre Russell go. So no. that's I mean, he's he's really their identity. He is to them what let's say Dhoni is for Chennai Super Kings at this point. Or like a Pollard to Mumbai, right? That's uh... but they did let Pollard go. But uh, but with I mean he retired, but obviously yeah, and he's he's now their coach, one of, one of the coach. coaches. Yes, but um, so when we look at Kolkata Knight Riders, the the good thing about this team is that they can actually, and I think they should start with three foreigners. They should start their game every time with Sunil Narayan, Andre Russell, and Loki Ferguson. Okay, They should open. So they have, let's say, they should not open with, let's say, uh, Rahmanullah Gurbaz. They should play. Um, and that's why I think it was very important to buy Jagdeesan. They should yes. open with Jagdeesan. They should open with Jagdeesan and tell Jagdeesan to kind of be the anchor to be the Shubman Gill kind of a player. 
Okay. And let Venkatesh Iyer, Nitish Rana, all of them go hell for leather. Okay. Now, at some point of time, then you have one foreign player who is can be subbed in. That is the advantage that they have in this scheme. So now they have a lot of options. If this, if so, they have two kinds of all-rounders. They have they have David Weiser, who is a good fast bowling end finisher kind of a player, yes. very fit guy, extremely fit guy, very good fielder, who they can send in. So imagine Russell and Wieser together. So they can do that if they want. If the ball is turning, they could put in a Shakib al Okay. If the ball is swinging, they can put a Tim Saudi. So they have an enormous amount of options with the third guy. They don't have a lot of backup for Indian players. So if they start with four foreign players, now they're screwed. Because now the it's not a great side anymore. But if they side start with three foreign players, then the side really starts making sense. And I sincerely hope that they thought this through. I hope that this is not accidental, what they currently have. And I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> no, but and, it... And w- 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 they have one big weak point in the side, besides, of course, Andre Russell, who's a hit or miss kind of guy, is the form of Varun Chakravarti. Because he, they don't have any other spinner. I mean, they have who's the other spinner they have? They have nobody else. They have Anukul Roy who is like a poor man's version of Ravinder Jadeja. So, and he's nowhere close to that bowling. He's fielding wise, you can say that he's close to Ravinder Jadeja, great fielder. But um, Varun Chakravarti, if he's either injured or he has another terrible year than he did, that he did last year, I I mean, there's, there's basically Sunil Narayan, is it? It has to be Sunil Narayan and you have to play Shakib at that point of time. Yeah, you have to play Shakib. <clears throat> That's why, like, one, I think, it is very commendable that they were able to even put together a team given the budget they had. Yeah. Right? Like I yes. like you, full kudos to Chandrakan Pandit and these guys at the auction. They were even able to put together a team. I thought it was impossible to put together a team after what purse they had going into the auction. Like they I, I still don't understand the the, the Lockheed trade makes sense. Lockheed, I think, adds a lot of value to the team. But Shardul and Kurbaz, I I don't see much there. Uh, Gurbaz also like, yeah, I think the whole reason when they went because okay, he can play in the Asian conditions. He's done it in the PSL. He 50 gives lakhs, you that. Right? So he's only holding up 50 lakhs. So they felt that they would not be able to get a Gurbaz-like player. Uh, so I think here's the way it worked. So before the auction, they basically had no keepers, right? Before the auction. So um, I mean, before the trade window, because they were not. Sheldon going to... Jackson was. Yeah, the but they knew that Sheldon Jackson is useless. I mean, everybody yeah. knew Sheldon Jackson is useless, so they can't persist with Sheldon Jackson one more season. And then there was Baba Aparajit or Baba Indrajit, one of one of the others. So they they had basically no keeper. So before the auction started, they wanted to have Safety. a sure shot that there should at least be somebody who can stand behind the stumps, even if everything goes to hell. So the cheapest guy available who they were willing to sell was a 50 lakh guy, which was Rahmanullah Gurbaz. So they did the right thing, buying at least that one guy. So even if everything went to hell, they would have somebody behind the wickets. Otherwise, they might not have had anybody behind the wickets. Now, given that I think Calcutta was enormously helped by two things. Firstly, because Bangladesh is not going to be available for the full season, nobody bid for a Litton Das. See, Litton Das is... 
very good for these conditions. Yes. He's definitely worth more than what he sold for, which is 50 lakhs. So if you look at Puran, for instance, in that 15 crore, and if you compare 15 crore for Puran versus 50 lakhs for Litanda, I'm not saying that Litanda's is Puran's level, but he's not that multiplier less either. So it is a very good trade to get a somebody like Litanda's at that cheap a price. Um, Shaki, yes. at base price is a steal because, and I'm surprised no one went for him because he was in one of the first or the second uh, uh, sets. So no one went for him. Everyone just sat on him. And then last May, just like how last year, uh, Royals picked up a bunch of people in the end. Yes. These guys went and picked up a bunch of people at their base price and Shakib and Litton. So from having no keeper at all to now having Gurbaz, Jagdishan and Litton Das. And, and the last thing was, I think their real luck was nobody went after Jagdishan. He went for 75 lakhs, which I feel that he should feel hard done by. I think that there are many Indian players, like Shiva Mavi, for instance. Um, why would somebody spend so much money on Shiva Mavi when you could buy an Enjak Deeson at 75 lakhs? I know that Enjak Deeson hasn't had a, like, he's, he's not played IPL pretty much, but given, given the need for an Indian keeper, given the fact that Diman Saha is on the way out and given that Dinesh Karthik is on the way out. So we have a number of IPL Indian keepers who are basically on the way out at this point of time. Dhoni also on the way out, right? So there is a demand for, and Sanju Samson is never leaving Rajasthan Royal. So he's fixed, right? So given the paucity of Indian keepers, which is why Sheldon Jackson even got a chance Sheldon Jackson was a normal batsman. There's no way he would have ever been picked up by any franchise. Yes. So given that there is such a, you know, paucity of Indian wicket keepers, young wicket keepers, I was really surprised that nobody went for N. Jagdeesan. If N. Jagdeesan has a breakout year this year, then his stocks are going to like rise like this because of his keeping. And of course, at that point of time, Kolkata Knight Riders will let him go. He's a very good glove man. Uh, I think the problem with CSK was that he is a 135 strike rate player. And that's not someone who they need. They already have enough of those. right? That's why he never got a chance to make the team. So, because... why did they buy? so the next team is CSK. Then why did they buy Ajinkya Rahane? He's not going to go above 135 either. You have kept him and not bought Ajinkya then. That's when they didn't... They didn't that, that's that big calculation mistake they did, right? They They... And also, we'll, we'll go to CSK when they get to because they have a... We are at CSK. There is a method to their madness. Let's talk about your team, CSK, now. I'll let you take the lead. Did they do well or not? So, I'll tell you. CSK, for the last five auctions, after every auction, every CSK fan, not just me, has this expression of Paresh Rawal from Hera Ferry saying, Uthale Baba. That is every CSK fan's reaction because... From any auction, the last five years, you see, you cannot come out and say, "Yes, this is a this is a championship-winning team." Right? That is why they've been called Dad's Army and this and whichever seasons has happened from eighteen onwards, they've always looked like that. So even this now, this time, I I look at the auction like, why are you paying? So why are you going after Ben Stokes? Like, what the value is Ben Stokes going to add to you? He is not. He's not bowling. Uh, he's not your death bowling option. If he is, then you're screwed. 
is not going to give he's not among the runs and yeah that's such a high value because the price that they went for ben stokes they could have gotten mayank and holder and fixed two problems they would have gotten the uh, bravo replacement and holder has been someone who's part of the system before and mayank would have gone at number 4 right the amount they paid for those two would have just got been what they paid now for stokes so none of that makes sense and then they picked up rahane in the end on base price they picked up uh, jamison on base price and i'm just trying to think okay where do these guys play like what position are do they play or what problem are you trying to solve you can put them in the loan because you you have them but it's not like a because they lost robin like robin retired that is there there's a spot there which perfect person would be mayank agarwal to fix that spot but they didn't do that they lost bravo perfect person would have been holder like karan i know they for sure they were not going to get him but they have fixed those problems differently and then they had that whole one more slot right of chris jordan slash adam milne which now they have replaced with kyle jamison so those are the so and csk's last auction was horrible because the people they bought were robin raidu bravo jordan three of them are now no longer with the team you bought them <laughs> next year it's a reason to some mistake reason so that has always been the problem with csk but it's also the other thing that you said is like after every auction the team never looks great but it's what their man management skills are like a completely different level like way beyond everyone which is why like robin actually said in one of the uh, podcasts that he was part of is that he said he's been part of so many teams but csk was the only team where he felt like from day one he's been there for a long time he felt welcome ms said you will play you will get a game so the guy sat throughout the season shows up at the semi final and the final and helps him win the trophy right just he plays two games and he's done because that they carried raina for almost like nine games or 10 games that so that is the thing they do so i again i'll probably be wrong i should be wrong i hope i am wrong where Stokes has a great year. Rahane suddenly becomes the super sub. There, four wickets are down. Rahane comes and takes them to one forty. Some things like might happen. You know, Jameson may get a game at one K day where he comes and does magic. You don't know, but on paper it doesn't look like that. Their teams that are paper tigers. This team on paper does not look like a team. And every year, I think even last year in your um, when you did your roundup. you didn't have csk high even the last years before you've never we've never had csk high as a fan i've never had csk why would you have but they just keep up so it, it just depends on who shows up last year no one showed up this year if people show up it is actually the pedigree is there and they go for pedigree more than anything else which is why you will very rarely see there's only one slot ever in the csk team they play the 10 10 people select themselves there's only one slot and that is a rotation slot which sometimes is a dubey or someone else we will give someone a chance if it works it works and that's what that team is like they they it's been a 10 man team for the last 10 years the, i think that slot is called the badrinath slot yes the badrinath slot which now might be the rahane spot but <laughs> it's a 10 man team it is a beat has been a 10 man team for a decade now uh and all the 10 you know it's not like you have like jitesh sharma ayush badoni that's why la- last year like i was watching like the auction like all these guys are getting picked up and who are you going after you going after pedigree you only want pedigree so it has worked 
I hope it works. I pray it works. This is the time when from being an atheist, I become a theist <laughs> whenever CSK is coming for the IPL. So I don't know. You tell me, what do you think? So for me, the, the thing is that obviously there's something special about Dhoni as a captain. There are two things which I think has changed to, about CSK to its detriment. First is that they have had very public falling out with their players. So this is again, I think, a sign of, I mean, obviously, I think every franchise has friction. It has to be like you're, you're playing with so many very talented people. All of them are very good. And obviously not all of them are going to play. So first of all, they had a very public falling out with Suresh Raina. Um, that was very obvious. Then they had a falling out with Ravinder Chetanji. Uh, so these are, they happen to be two of your biggest performers, right? Yes. You know, over the years, they're two of the biggest stars. My problem with this side currently is that we, we saw last year that the moment the captaincy passes from Dhoni to anybody else, there's a huge dip in performance. So the you look at the side on paper, it looks terrible. Then Dhoni takes over and they start winning games. And once anybody else is the captain, then they perform as their potential on paper. That's what happens. So this is obviously a side which is absolutely dependent on, you said they were a 10-member side. Now they're effectively a nine-member side because Dhoni also is like, he just... He's like that old uncle who just does keeping and he just tells this guy go play in, in Mohalla games, right? And, you know, so he's basically, Dhoni is down to that. And unfortunately, as we see, he's still worth his place in the side just through that. Because if you replace him, they're absolutely <laughs> going to come at, at the yeah. end. So he definitely is worth it. So the problem with this side, again, is, as you alluded to, is on paper, they needed a, so what was, so when Dwayne Bravo goes, I wasn't so worried about Robin Uttapa going. I mean, they would get a replacement. Even if it was not Mayank Agarwal, they could, they should definitely not have let Jagdeesan go, in my opinion. Jagdeesan, now that Robin Uttapa was gone. So I, I read an interview of Jagdeesan and it seemed to me again that Jagdeesan was pissed off at CSK. So he basically said, look, I had no chance of playing there. I was not going to play there. So, um, so maybe whether he, whether they let him go or whether he wanted to go, I, I don't know what it was. But Jagdeesan obviously is at a place where he wants to play. Obviously, he wants to increase his value, right? So that's that's really obvious. So Jagdeesan should have gotten a chance to play now that Uttapa was gone, in my opinion. Dhoni or somebody should have said, okay, you're right, you were not getting a game before. Now you are going to get a game because yes. there is a spot for you. You've played very well in, in, in this year. This is your spot. You're going to play. They obviously didn't tell him that. So now they let this guy go. And instead, they take Ajinkya Rahani, who is, at least on paper, worse than him in terms of two reasons. Firstly, is their strike rates are similar. Secondly, is Ajinkya Rahani is obviously not a future prospect. He's not going to improve, if anything. So there is, and especially when you have an Ambati Raidu and you have fairly old people, you want your new acquisitions to be younger, not older. So that is obviously in the wrong direction. I still think Ajinkya Rane was cheap. You could have bought him, but you could still have kept Jagdeesan because he was already there. Now, the problem with Ben Stokes is that Ben Stokes is not the replacement for Dwayne Bravo. Because exactly. Dwayne Bravo's thing is he is a bowling all-rounder. His principal thing is to bowl. He bowls the death overs. 
he will not bowl till the 15th or 16th over. It's usually in an emergency that he comes and if there's like, they're going at 10 runs and over, they will basically bring him on at the eighth over. So Ben Stokes never bowls more than two overs. Second thing is Ben Stokes has a problem. It's not just a technical problem. It's a psychological problem bowling at the end. We all know what happened to him when he bowled at the end, right? So you, he's not going, he will get hit for four sixes again. And so you cannot bowl him at the end, even if you need just one over from him at the end. He can't do that. Unlike, let's say, Russell. Russell goes for runs, but Russell actually has the things that you need. He has a heavy, he has a heavy ball. He has all the things. Now he's a little unfit, which I believe is why he, he doesn't execute it, but he has the, he has the armory. He just can't execute properly. Ben Stokes doesn't even have that things. So he's a swing bowler. Ben Stokes is, even in the test matches, he usually opens the bowling and then he doesn't bowl because he is, he's a very good swing bowler, but that's it. And given his injury problems, he also doesn't want to strain himself. The other problem with Ben Stokes is that, and this is again my subjective opinion, is he's one of those players who I think dials it in in IPL. He's not a Warner. He keeps himself back. The way he plays in IPL, I've seen him over the years, isn't the way he plays for England. It is not the same way. He plays keeping a little bit in the tank. He doesn't want to get injured. He doesn't want to. He just wants. So that was not the case. He West Indian players are never like that because they really don't have a country that they play for. They <laughs> give everything for their franchises. So if you have, so that's why when you compare him with Dwayne Bravo, he's never going to bring the intensity that Dwayne Bravo bought to the side. He was a death bowler. If you used to bat at eight or nine, the end of his career, and he was always good. Like I remember he once destroyed Calcutta uh, in one of the games. Where yeah, he, he would give you, like, there would, would be every season, there'd be at least one game where he's, he's given like 35 and 18 balls or something. Yes. Or there'd be one game. So, so again, the problem with the problem with having him, Ben Stokes is you have to bat him in the top three, right? You can't bowl him. His bowling will be maybe one over initially. That's it. When the ball is swinging, you can bowl him. But you also have Deepak Chahar, who also cannot bowl at the end. So who is going to bowl your last overs? Is it going to be Tushar Deshpande, Mukesh Chaudhary? Who's going to bowl it? Is it going to be Mahish Thikshana that you're Thikshana, going to Thikshana has been doing it in the LPL. So <clears throat> yeah, unfortunately, a standard between LPL. I know, but unfortunately now, that's the only option we have. Right? So Thikshana is the only one. So now they will have to play Kyle Jamieson, in my opinion. Kyle Jamieson has to be the guy at the end. I don't think there's otherwise they will be dead at the end. So Kyle Jamieson comes in. Now Kyle Jamieson comes in. Devon Conway has to play. So Devon Conway, Kyle Jamieson, Moin Ali are definitely playing, right? So now hmm. you have Ben Stokes. Who now would you play Dwayne Stokes and Dwayne Pretorius? Now I'm not sure that Ben Stokes is always ahead of Dwayne Pretorius. And now you wonder why you spent so much money on Ben Stokes. No, I'll tell you. At Chepok, Tikshana plays. Tikshana right, plays Tikshana, I forgot. So, Tikshana plays. So, where do you play Ben Stokes now? In, in and, Unfortunately, the problem was going to happen is Conway is going to have to sit. So, Stokes will have to open with Gaikwad. Conway will have to sit. So, Stokes has to play. Tikshana plays. Alibai plays. These three are playing. So, your only spot is your... The, the fourth spot, which is either Conway or Jameson or something Jameson like that. Unfortunately, have to play. They need some muscle in the 
you need an enforcer right? you you need an enforcer and unfortunately you know you don't have that now um tiksha now has to bowl 18 20 but someone still has to bowl 17 and 19 yeah. uh, cannot be uh, ben and because both mukesh and deepak right they they both are going to swing the ball they're both yes. going to ball your power play yeah so they 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 are going to take up the overs where ben stokes is most effective so they can't have all of them bowling the first right. two overs right So, so that's the a, problem. It is a very, it's a very big mishmash. So now the only way they can do it is like have Mukesh and Deepak uh, in the power play, and then Ben Stokes bowls in the middle along with uh, Ali Bai and Jadeja, and it, it's 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 going to be weird. It is going to be one of MSG's biggest problems, you know. In yeah, I mean the guy has made it with Shadab Jakati and Mohit Sharma and all that. Now he has to make it work with this uh, bowling attack that. they've given him I and mean, he likes challenges so the management keeps giving throwing him challenges in the auction this is this is probably one of his weirdest challenges uh you know this year because like i always felt like the shivam dubey spot was the open spot that was the flying spot yes but now you have created more so raidu now has to play he has to play raidu he, he gets injured every year right he can't complete correct so uh, so raidu has to play and if and again like i said with age on his side i don't know if he's going to play the entire season so then now you're scratching and looking okay who is going to play it like, rajwardhan hungrekar i think but they, i mean shake rashid is there hungrekar but that's the other thing with csk csk is not known to give these youngsters chances like they don't do that they are not known for they only do that in a pinch like last year the only reason uh simarjit and mukesh chaudhary played us because they were destroyed like chahar was gone milne was gone no one was there to who could bowl right. seam that is why these guys played so yeah it's uh, this is again one more msd do your magic if you can otherwise we'll go bottom you know we'll play for number 5 and number 6 <laughs> anyway so going to the last last team mumbai indians again a very controversial team in terms of whether they have an amazing side or they're absolutely screwed up so again very extreme opinions on mumbai indians so obviously they this year they let uh, they let or you know kyron pollard who's kind of been a, a talisman for them for many years um either he retired or he was let go or it's pretty sh- i mean he wasn't going to get better so they let Karen Pollard go and he's I think he's going to be part of their uh, you know coaching staff now. So they last year they did something which was very Ambani-ish that they they bought Jofra Archer when he was like the whole one of the secrets of uh, Dhirubhai Ambani was that he used to buy broken uh, machinery machines yes and then he would assemble because if he if he imported uh, intact machinery there was a huge import duty. but there was very little on scrap so he would they would basically be in two pieces he would bring them and put them together and then he would avoid import duty that's a good so, one so jofra archer was like that he was effectively that is an extremely valuable asset but he was in two parts uh, last year so they in the in the firm traditions of the ambani's they bought him um i think jofra archer i mean i'm personally huge fan of jofra archer yes. just love to watch him bowl he reminds me of the old west indian pace bowlers like this guy comes on to the field he is like the malinga kind of guy he's going to win you the game instantly that's ball speed everything he has everything in his armory he's also a, he's also an interesting person so he also brings that flair and drama so he's pretty much everything a franchise can want 
And so they brought Jofra Archer. Again, he's, I think he's going to play this year. So on, but again, he's coming off an injury. And one of the things with pace bowlers is sometimes they're not the same after they come back. Yes. They might never be the same. Or they might might take time for them to recover, or they might have to reinvent things. And many players have done it. And the, the greatest example that's often given is Dennis Lilly, who had a debilitating injury. People felt he was just, you know, end of it. And then he came back even better. He rehabilitated himself. That was the greatness of Dennis Lilly. Now, can Jofra Archer do this? We'll have to see. On paper, so this year they where like, okay, they have Jofra Archer coming back, they think. So they're in, they went all out for Cameron Green. Um, and now Cameron Green is injured. <laughs> Two days after that, like pretty seriously. So they had, so Cameron Green to them is a, the way they look at it was the replacement for Polart. So they were determined to buy Cameron Green no matter what, because they felt that Pollard wasn't there. They needed a Pollard-like character. So they needed a Cameron Green. And in a way, he fits the bill, at least physically. They're both, they look very similar, gigantic people. And, you know, Cameron Green also is, I think, I think he's a better bowler than Pollard, but a worse batsman than Pollard. Yes. So that's that's the trade-off. Um, again, he's an untested, he's an untested uh quantity in IPL. So I, I always have a little bit of a problem when somebody goes in with like 15 crores for somebody who's never played IPL because playing in Australia and playing in India are vastly different. Also untested in T20s anyway, even for Australia, he hasn't played that many. He's played one or few, like two or three games he opened and he just went hell for leather. But it's all rec recency bias and because if, if you look at his Australia record also or his BBL record, he is not a very good. If you even ask like the Perth Scorchers or someone to buy him, they're like, yeah, he's a decent guy. Like he's someone who has leapfrogged and done very well in the Test team. But White Paul, even in Australia, for Australia, he's not like set the stage on fire or something like that, right? Compared to like uh, uh, a a Brevis, who at least in the South African leagues has been going crazy. Like recently, they just had the new domestic tournament that was their their, their internal domestic tournament. He, he was going crazy, so. There is something there. Green is more like, okay, he came to India, he's, he opened, he scored, chalo usko lelo. And unpopular opinion, I have a feeling that he will be the whole, I hope he's not, I like the guy. He's not the Richard Levy of this season for them. I really hope. But I, that's where he is. Like Even in Australia, don't regard him very high as a T20 player. And he's been picked for his T20 skills, which... He's like you said, he's a better bowler than a batsman, and he's certainly not going to fit that Pollard role because they already have someone to bat there, Tim David. Right. Tim David is going to be that that slot. So I don't know. It's just like they needed another bowling option because if you look at it, they don't have uh, a sixth bowler on their team. So they it's so they just needed someone to give them two overs not necessarily, and then maybe play somewhere in the top. Yeah, but there was there many cheaper players for two overs that they could have gotten. Yes. So, so let's look at the team. If you look at the team, if Jofra Archer is fit, then he's definitely batting, playing, right? So Jofra Archer, so that's one foreign slot gone. Now, um, given their rather weak, so there is, of course, Jaspreet Bumrah. So other than Jaspreet Bumrah, there is 
look at their bowling lineup. It's fairly sparse. So they will have to play a Jason Burnham. So they, they have to have, or Jai Richardson. So let's say they have two of them. So they have Jai Richardson, Jofra Archer, and they have Jaspreet Bumrah. Now it's okay. Now the problem is spinner. Okay. So they have Piyush Chawla. Now Piyush Chawla is again an impact player kind of player. He's not going to give, he's not going to be able to stand for 20 overs in the field. So he'll give you four overs. So you can have Piyush Chawla as your impact player. I get it. But first of all, who's going to do the, there's no spin option in an, in a tournament in India. And your best spinner is Piyush Chawla. That's problem number one. It's an extremely, so, okay. So you have two foreigners taking two of the bowling, the, the bowling lineup. So you have basically two foreigners left. Let's say everybody is fit. Now, obviously, since you paid so much money for Cameron Green, you're going to play Cameron. You're going to play him, yes. It makes no sense if he's fit and he's still sitting on the bench. So he's there. Now you have a problem of Dewal Brevis and Tim David, both of whom should be playing. Yes. There is no there is no side that I would make without both of them. They are Ishan Kishan, Surya Kumar Yadav, Tim David, Deval Brevis, Tilak Verma. Very strong batting line. Yes. Very, very strong. Maybe that is like a strong They're like a 190-200 hitting team. If if you battle that. Very strong batting lineup. But if you play these, so now you have the devil's choice. Either you play Cam Green. Either you play these two and play Cam Green and play one bowler less in the foreign department. At which point of time, if you score 200, the other side will also score 200, given the bowling that you have. And even remember, even Jaspreet Bumrah is coming off an injury. So it's not that Jaspreet Bumrah is also at his like best. He, I'm, I'm pretty sure he will not be at his best, at least in the first half of the tournament. So you are a cannon fodder on a if you're playing against, let's say, in, in Chinnaswamy, this side is a cannon fodder in Chinnaswamy. And if Jofra Archer is not at his best either, <laughs> they, they, don't have no, they have no bowling. So no matter what they make in batting, there's no way they'll be able to defend you. Yeah, because like I said, spin was the thing, right? They have, in a tournament that is in India, where a lot of teams are going to be relying heavily on spin, when you see what Rajasthan or Chennai or the other teams are doing, their yeah, spin yeah, options last year were... Green. KKR also can bring many spinners if they play the three things. They can bring. Yeah. But last year they played Kumar Karthikeya and Hrithik Shokin. Those were their spin options last year. And now to bolster it, they've added Piyush Shavla, which is pedigree. But Piyush Shavla has been like in the, he's been an analyst on Cricket Info or something for like, for like the last two years now. And, and you're calling him. It worked for Dinesh Karthik. He came back from commentary. Yeah, so I don't know. But I, I but I don't I don't know if he's been playing any domestic cricket either. So that's their problem. Like Robro, Ishan, Surya, Tilak, Tim David, Green, slash Brevis is is fabulous. But then like that bowling is suspect because even with assuming Jofra and um uh, Bumra are fit. You still need to get eight. You need to get twelve overs out of Shokin, Kartikeya, and Green. Yeah, Green is not a four-over bowler anywhere. Yes, he never bowls. He's like Ben Stokes. He's he's like I mean Cameron Green reminds me of Tom Moody. 
So this the kind of looks the same. You know, Tom Moody also used to bat similarly. He's like Tom. Tom Moody was not a, you know, he was their fifth bowler at Monday games, but he was not. I mean, that was the thing. Tom Moody never thought of his bowling. It was mostly his batting. And Camkin, you're right. Even like I play BBL fantasy. So if you look at the prices that they give in BBL fantasy, one of the lowest is Cameron Greens. He has like ridiculously low, and that is linked to the, his performance. So his performance in T20 in Australia is fairly poor. So he's not a T20 guy at all. So again, definitely he was worth selecting, but at that price. Yeah, that and like I said, no in this eleven, the way, however you put the eleven, he has to bowl four overs. He right, has the, he has to bowl four overs. So you could you could get Jai Richardson or Berendorf instead of a Brevis, uh, but still Green has is your fifth. They, they, however you look at it, this team does not have six bowling options. Tilak Verma will have to bowl because you see, look at that. yeah, he's forced to bowl now. Because if you look at his side, I mean, neither can Rohit Sharma bowl, nor can Ishan Kishan bowl, nor can Deval Brevis bowl, nor can Sunil. So none of them are can even bowl one over, right? So the only person who can bowl is Tilak Verma. And that is obviously it's a, it's a very weak bowling option. Unless, of course, they decide to the sir, go with God very and play Arjun Tendulkar. There is a very famous surname in the squad. So. Yeah, so, the, so Arjun Tendulkar, if they... Well, that would definitely make this team very interesting. But if they can bring in Arjun Tendulkar, because he can bowl and he can at least nominally bat. So he scored a century for Goa. So this might be the this might be Arjun Tendulkar's year because there is definitely like instead of let's say a Rithik Shaukin, if 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 a Rithik Shaukin or whoever is you know as ineffective as Arjun Tendulkar, at least he brings in some batting or at least he brings in some interest <laughs> at the very least. He's a left-hand left-hand bowler, so left-hand Mumbai bowler. Mumbai like that. Like Mumbai has always had. So the reason they got Berendorf is because there is there has always been a left-hander, left-hand fast bowler in Mumbai. Ten uh, bolt, ten bolt has been there like the most has been Mitch, the most Mitch Johnson Bolt. Last year they had Unat cut for that reason. And Sam's, yeah, Sam's. So they are Berendorf, but now yeah. So the very famous surname that is there, they could use that. As an option, and, and like you said, given how the eleven lines up, it, it's not a you know like a quota uh, buy. You might actually make the eleven. So absolute beast of a batting lineup, absolute beast. But just virtue. This is this is like the classic Bangalore side. So Bangalore at its best or its worst, depending on your opinion. But I think Bangalore now has a more b- well balanced side. But Bangalore at its like the way we know Bangalore with Gale and you know Watson and Decock and Kohli at his best, ABDV, what a side. And then and then Corey Anderson was bowling the death overs. Corey Anderson, then you know, yes. So that's that's what. But let's see. So finally to round up, and we've had a big episode. Who do you think will win? <laughs> I hope it's Rajasthan's year. Uh because I hope it's Rajasthan's year. Rajasthan or Bangalore. I think I think both, on paper right now, like both of those teams look really both of those levels, at least that we spoke of, look really good. And you can't count Gujarat out. So uh all the other levels, you know, have a lot of questions like who's gonna show up there. But I think those three teams, the levels look good on paper as of now. Come April, we don't know what's gonna happen, but as of December, they look really good. The fourth, I I still can't put a finger on. 
but that's good. It's it, there's an there's a there's an option open for four, uh, and given the T-shirt that I'm wearing, you know, we're always hopeful of making you know uh, making that last dash. But I think uh, Rajasthan, Bangalore, and Gujarat right now are there. So who do you think will come last? Uh, it has to be between Punjab and. Uh, um, LSG. Punjab LSG. Okay. I would disagree on LSG. I don't think LSG will come last because I think that if there's one thing that KL Rahul is good at is is at least the the, the stat padding part of it. So he will score some runs. If they want, it's a team I want to see last. I want to see Gambir's face when, when they're at the bottom of the table. That is what gives me immense joy. So no, I know they won't. I know they will somehow end up in the middle of the table. They will. They will I think that, yeah. So I think my, my last is definitely on paper again is definitely Punjab. I think that they have they have really the worst of everything in my opinion, and that's why I think they're going to come last. Uh, I think my I normally like to say it's KKR blindly, but I obviously I don't think that KKR is as that bad a side. Uh, KKR should, in my opinion, definitely have a top four finish uh, if they play even close to their uh, potential, or at least on paper. I think the number one side is I would agree is Rajasthan Royal based on based on what I see they have pretty much every everything has been everything is there uh, the other side I would say is Delhi but Delhi have like problem of plenty in the wrong places and it depends on how good a season Rishav Pant has I think that they have very destructive batsmen. Uh, I think they could win. Rajasthan is obviously the most well-rounded. Again, Chennai, you can never count out because of, you know, Dhoni. But honestly, I think this is a little bridge too far. Um, I mean, you can yeah. never can count out Chennai and Mumbai because they're like champion franchises. They, they That's that's what defines a champion franchise. And that's what obviously defines also a franchise like Bangalore that I'm, I'm not mentioning Bangalore, principally because of the fact that they, they haven't shown that they can win. So um, that's 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 just it. That's how I would like to conclude. So Rajasthan for number one, and last would be Punjab. Okay, we, we both agree on that. I think yeah, it's the I, I think there'll be the middle table will be very interesting between Delhi, Chennai, Mumbai, uh, and possibly uh, uh, you know ba Bangalore because they, they'll all be fighting in the middle. Um, I just don't. I just want to see LSG in the bottom. Um, so why why this? So I need to ask. So why this uh, why this dislike for Gambhir? I don't know, man. He has a smug face. He has a very punchable face. It's like right from his playing days. I'm like, he has this, you know, tamare gundao man. Like, no, dude, you don't look like any of that. You look like one nice guy who's sitting who should be sitting in SBI behind a counter at a teller. You know, he has that branch manager kind of a face and he has the aggression of this you know so it's very mismatched he's, he's, he's very delhi right he's he he, he embodies delhi which, which is which, i mean the, uh, the irony was that he was he couldn't do anything with the delhi capital so delhi daredevils but he was good at calcutta which but he was like we we, we in kolkata night riders fans love him because i mean he's he brought us yeah. two championships and he was he was definitely the difference between winning and not winning in terms of his, I would say captaincy. In terms of you know his leadership, uh, 
So he was definitely, and I think that Calcutta Knight Ride is definitely, Kolkata did definitely did worse once he left because I don't think that DK or, you know, Morgan and Morgan, they, they're not, they're not franchise captains. You need somebody with the, with the character strength, like, you know, Rohit Sharma or Adhoni. It's not just a question of getting 11 people on the side. It's a, he's a project manager. So this is an entirely is a program and every IPL is a program and they need to basically manage everything. I think that's why, how I look at it. That guy needs to have some stature. So I don't think everybody has it. Um, Even very good players don't have it. I think Dinesh Karthik didn't have it at all, which is why I think Kolkata like went downhill. And I don't think Shreyashair has it either for that matter. But uh, let's see. I think Rohit Sharma does have it. Um, who else? I think we, I, I can't think of who. Virat Kohli did have it, actually. Virat Kohli did have that stature at his best. It's just a, I don't know why, you know, we could have another, could have another discussion on why Bangalore never won. I think it's, it's, it's a mystery to me. Well, they had serious problems, like you said, right? they, their top order went the bottom and their second do not make sense. But this last year and this year, the team actually makes sense, both halves of the thing. They can, that team can actually play in Chinnaswamy and not get bludgeoned. Right. Uh, it is totally possible, but I don't know. We'll I, 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 I remember, and I have to conclude with that. I remember I realized something was wrong with the franchise when one of the franchises, when Malaya was still involved or he was still not a Ferrari, uh, he, he, they were interviewing him as like, how, how do you think your auction went? And he said, we got some very good players like Ashok Dinda. And I realized at that point of time, man, <laughs> there's something wrong with this franchise. The first name that comes to your mind is Ashok Dinda, another legend of IPL. But thanks a lot for uh, you know being on the show. It was great talking to you. And we've talked for a long time. It was like, you know, it's very conversational. And I just love talking about IPL because this, the auction is the most in- interesting part of IPL for me. As auction you, and fantasy, two of the most yes, important yes, things about the IPL, have, which have nothing to do with the game itself. Nothing to do with the game. So the this thing is the most fascinating part. You know how this is not something. This is something which we don't get in like international cricket, where you are dealt the cards of fortune. Like if you're Sikandar Raza, you're born in Zimbabwe. There's never going to be a play. There's never a path in which you're going to be a champion in our side. So there's this unfortunate, right? So, but this is not that. Sikandar Raza here could lift the trophy. So that's the great thing. You know, how teams put together their teams with the same amount of resources, their different philosophies, how some teams consistently get it wrong. Some teams look like they've gotten it wrong, but ultimately they somehow manage mysteriously. I think that is the fascinating thing for me. I think that's something to be learned there also professionally in terms of like how do some people manage it and how some people don't. Of course, the games, is a totally different thing. So will you be playing fantasy this year too? Definitely. I mean, um, my favorite uh, status message is while my fantasy team gently weeps. <laughs> because I will pick, I will, I will always pick against the wrong day. I will, pick, I will drop Rahul the day he scores a century. <laughs> and there's always one but uh, let's see this year might be different and like uh, Nehra ji always says batsmen jitne bhi le lo game to bowler jitate hain I, I, I agree and that doesn't sound good for Mumbai Indians <laughs> alright thanks a lot for being on the show and everybody else we'll see you 
sometime in the future and have a happy new year. Bye-bye. Thank you.